BYU Sports Nation is live on a Friday, a 2020 school year-end special. This is how we do it. May 29th, wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton alongside a man who certainly appreciates the value of a Velvet Tux, Jerem Jordan. It's the 2020 Y Awards, baby. We're going to celebrate the past year in Cougar Sports with style. Suit up for something special, and it's only fitting that we're donning formal wear as we roll out the blue carpet to some of the unforgettable highlights over the last athletic calendar year. Back with a vengeance, back on the grinds, back to the business. Hey, God is my witness, they watching my moves, I shows they binge it. Hey, best keep distance, all of my haters and best of wishes. I get to the bag with the quickness, no, I don't need no assistance. No. Yeah, no playing it safe. I said, let's get it, you say not today. What can I say? You ain't gonna go for it, get out the way. Got no time to waste. Can't be with me if you're not at my pace. You're not at my level. You're not in my race. One foot on the gas. I'm catching yeah. the pace. Dancing with the devil. There's no recital. I'm killing competition. Ain't no revival. I shoot it to kill it. I'm aiming for vitals. I'm showing no mercy when facing my rivals. I'm facing the crash. They're getting exposed. I know they be lurking. I'm watching them close. Acting like friends, but really they foes. Saw they be scheming and said adios. These are the Y Awards on BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Now from Studio B in Tuxedos, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. The 2020 Y Awards are now officially open. This BYU Sports Nation special presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Looking sharp, my friend. Thank you, you too. And a big thanks to DC Tuxedos for the nice threads. The, the Y Awards uh, yearly event thrown by BYU Athletics. We've been involved the last, I think this is our fifth year in row hosting. It's always super fun. BYU Sports have amazing athletes, amazing teams, and this year is certainly different with COVID-19 changing everything. So here we go. An hour's worth of awesome for the 2020 Y Awards. Much to do, not a lot of time. So time to rise and shout for our first award category of the show, Male Athlete of the Year. Lots of good ones. Let's go. The nominees are, first, Yoli Childs, men's basketball. BYU's all-time leading rebounder, fifth in blocks, sixth in points in Cougar Hoops history, all-West Coast Conference, a finalist for the Carl Malone Power Forward of the Year, and helped BYU to a 24-8 record and number 18 final national ranking. Thank goodness he came back for his senior year. How about Jackson Clough, BYU baseball and all-region selection and two-time national player of the week? who led the Batcats in runs scored, runs batted in, doubles, and stolen bases. Clough helped BYU to a WCC regular season title, top 25 ranking, and was selected in the sixth round of the 2019 Major League Baseball draft by the Washington Nationals. World Series champs, man. Peter Quest, golf, ranked number one golfer in the fall. He even has the nickname Peter Quest for perfection. He was a Fred Haskins and Ben Hogan Award nominee, won three tournaments, finished with a 69.4 stroke average, the best by a BYU golfer in at least 25 years. He helped BYU to six top three finishes on the year. Connor Mance, cross country. This BYU All-American won the WCC Individual Championship and finished third at the NCAA Championships. Mance played a huge role in BYU's team national title run 
No pun intended, of course. Nice. And Clayton Young, track and field national champion in the 10,000 meters. He finished sixth as well in the 5K, earning first-team All-American honors. And he helped BYU men finish eighth at the 2019 NCAA Outdoor National Championships. What a strong field. No question. Loaded. And the winner is Clayton Young, who joins us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Clayton, congratulations on winning Male Athlete of the Year in the 2020 Y Awards. Where will you put this award as it relates to the proximity of your national championship medal? Honestly, uh, that's probably going right next to it. This is a big award uh, coming from the BYU Cougar Nation. What does this mean to win this? It was a loaded field. You win a national championship. Uh, what does this mean to you? Yeah, this is uh, really quite an honor. I mean, thinking about the other athletes that I just barely learned about that are, were part of this nomination and uh, also being part of the loaded NCAA field, um, especially among great teammates uh, that were also vying for the title. I think it's, it's a big honor to be a, amongst such big names. And then I also think about my coach, Stone and how he uh, – when it back in the day and how I could be up there with him. Clayton, I know you value the ability of your teammates specifically. I mean, this was an incredible race that yeah. you won a national championship in, in the 10 K six different BYU runners. So I know it's one thing to beat everybody in the field, but what, what was it like to be the best of your teammates who you uh, hold in such high regard? Yeah, that that's something that I've kind of had to reconcile, honestly. Um, just such great talent on our team that's really kind of brought us all to a higher level. Uh, really, it just happened to be my day. Um, I think about, you know, what is to come, though, that a lot of those guys that were of the six that made it were also underclassmen, and so it just buys really good for the future of BYU athletics, uh, both on the track and as we saw in cross country. Uh, I think that was really, really neat to see. Do you feel like there was momentum from that race and the outdoor track and field championships that led to what happened with the uh, men's team winning the national championship later that fall? Absolutely. I mean, uh, yes, Connor McMillan and I graduated, uh, but we have been heavily involved with the team as professional athletes, just kind of helping them out. And uh, I think Connor Mann's taking third place or fourth place uh, NCAAs in track definitely gave him the fire that he needed to be able to lead the team uh, to get the title, the team title um, in cross country. And I know that he was probably vying for that individual title in cross country and I know he'll get it. Uh, but I think that really inspired everybody. Uh, you know, if Mans can work this hard and put so much on the line and give so much to this team, uh, I think all of us can. Clayton, what's next for you in your running career? Yeah, good question. Um, since winning the NCAA 10K, uh, I've gone pro. I'm a professional athlete for ASICS, and I train with a couple of BYU alumni, uh, my teammate Connor McMillan, as well as Jared Ward. Um, and uh, we just recently finished up uh, competing at the Olympic trials for the marathon. Um, I went into it pretty injured, so it honestly didn't go too well. But uh, with the Olympics being postponed to 2021, I get another shot at qualifying on the track in the 10K. And so that'll be happening uh, this coming June 2021. 2021. Best of luck there. And uh, congratulations again on a very well-deserved Male Athlete of the Year Y Award. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. And uh, thanks for Cougar Nation and go Cougs. Clayton Young on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, you know why we show how our male athlete of the year. Listen, that was a loaded field. He had to win a national championship 
to win, and he did. And that was a loaded uh, field in the final. Six Cougars, a record in the final from BYU. And he's exactly right. That led to the national championship later. That was awesome. It's good to be the best. I like champions. Now, still to come, our female athlete of the year. But first, an ode to youth, Jerem, with our female rookie of the year. And the nominees are... Anissa Alvarado, BYU Gymnastics. She scored a career-high 9.825 twice on the uneven bars, including a pivotal performance on bars in a win over nationally ranked Nebraska. Alvarado helped BYU to their first-ever Mountain Rim Gymnastics Conference title and a number 16 national ranking. Whitney Bauer, women's volleyball. The setter was first-team on West Coast Conference, honorable mention All-American. She reclassified, didn't have a senior year in high school. She played her freshman year with her sister Morgan, and she was awesome. She was 17 when the season started. Helped BYU to a 26-5 and record, number 17 final national ranking. Finished in the top 10 in seven BYU freshman record category. The daughters are the best athletes in the family. Hi, Danny. (laughs) Anastasia Davis, cross country. The WCC Freshman of the Year finished eighth at the West Coast Conference Championships and qualified for the NCAA Championships. Davis more than did her part in BYU's second-place team finish at the NCAA Finals, first-place region finish, and another conference title. And Katie McBratney, swimmer, MPSF Freshman of the Year, all-conference in four different events, conference champion the 200 and 400 individual medley, helped BYU finish third at the MPSF Championships. And the Y Award for Female Rookie of the Year goes to... Whitney Bauer, what a season for the freshman BYU volleyball star. She's the daughter of Danny and Caroline Bauer. Caroline was a outside hitter at BYU. Danny was on the men's basketball team. You mentioned the sisters. Whitney and Morgan played together. They're both freshmen. And uh, they're one of, or two of seven sisters. How about that? So this is a volleyball family, an athletic family. And it's one thing to come in and be a part of the program. It's another to be 17 and set a top 10 team, top 20 team. And that's what Whitney did. She was fantastic. It was fun to watch her progression uh, from the beginning of the season where everything is really overwhelming and the lights are extra bright to see her settle down. And, yeah, she's no longer a freshman. Well-deserved rookie of the year. She's still 18. Going into her summer, yeah, like she's extra young. She reminds me of kind of what Jamal Williams did as a freshman with football back in 2012. Major impact right away, super bright future for BYU with Whitney Bauer at center. Yeah, great things ahead for the Bauer sisters. We now walk on, figuratively speaking, to our walk on of the year in the 2020 Y Awards and begin the nominees with. Blake Ellis of Track and Field. The All-America Honorable Mention in the Outdoor 4x400 Relay finished third at the MPSF Indoor Championships in the Distance Medley Relay and helped BYU to an MPSF Indoor Championship before placing eighth at the NCAA Outdoor Championships. You follow all of that? That's a lot of running for Blake Ellis. Brianna Pearson, Gymnastics. A four-year walk-on, member of SAC, and influential person in the BYU athletics community. Competed in every event uh, meet on the floor. Season high, 9.875 at the best of Utah meet against Boise State. Helped BYU and against Boise State. Helped BYU win the conference title and number 16 national ranking. Part of a very good gymnastics team this year. Justin Sterner of BYU Baseball. All he did was lead the Cougars with an 8-3 record, including 71 strikeouts over 15 appearances. Sterner pitched on a staff that led BYU to a WCC regular season title and another top 25 ranking. His 2.92 ERA also factored into BYU's, get this, lowest team ERA in 35 years 
It's been a while. As in, BYU football won a national championship the last time BYU pitching was that good, Jerem. Those are the nominees. And the winner for walk-on of the year goes to Justin Sterner of baseball. You just said it, Spencer. What a season from Justin. He was very, very composed on the mound. You need a guy that you know is going to go hopefully six, seven innings. Sterner did that a lot. Eight and three. And you talk about baseball in 2019 season last year. This is an era of a ton of hits. It, it's, not, it's not the era of the pitcher. It's the era of the hitter. But here's a guy that was very consistent on the mound and a guy that Mike Littlewood could trust, day in and day out. Hard not to root a little bit extra hard for the walk-ons, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I relate more to the walk-ons than the scholarship guys, right? I was an academic walk-on at BYU. But, yeah. <laughs> So Justin Sterner, congratulations. Are you the Very academic uh, walk-on Y Award winner no. co-host of no. BYU Sports Nation? Whatever it is, I am not. <laughs> no, this is about them, not me. Congratulations to Justin, for real. Yeah. On to the Y Award for Assistant Coach of the Year. We're covering pretty much everything. We're not messing around here. Let's just get right to the winner. <laughs> right to the Who winner. is Brent Anderson of BYU Women's Soccer. Hard to argue with what that guy has done underneath Jen Rockwood uh, in that position, helping BYU to another Elite Eight. Oh, how about the season? BYU is undefeated going into the postseason. The only loss happens in the last game in the Elite Eight at Stanford. Stanford was so good. Brent Anderson came over from Utah Valley after several years. He's been an incredible addition. This is an amazing program, and it takes great coaching with great players to have a great team. And here, Brent Anderson, along with Steve Magleby and Jennifer Rockwood and that staff, tremendous performance. What a season from women's soccer. More on them coming up uh, in the conversation as well. What we don't have time to show you in regards to Brent is how swaggy he is. That dude oh, has yeah, some yeah. serious swag. The pregame convos with Brent yes. are like, I'm not as well-dressed as this man. Although today we got you, Brent. <laughs> okay, coming up, male crowd pleaser of the year. Plus, our female athlete of the year features a wildly talented group of nominees. Don't go anywhere. The Y Awards continue on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back to the 2020 Y Awards on BYU Sports Nation. I am Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan, and we present our next Y Award. Told you we're not messing around. It is the Female Athlete of the Year. Okay, here are the nominees. Let's go. Michaela Coulihan, soccer, 16 goals, 7 assists. What a season in helping BYU to its third ever Elite Eight, a West Coast Conference championship, 21-1 and on the season. Man, they were undefeated until the final game. Number five national rank, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, women's soccer team of all time. Give it up for McKenna Miller of women's volleyball, an All-American and West Coast Conference Player of the Year. She finished 11th in program history in career kills. Hard not to wonder where she'd be on that list if she didn't have to sit out a good part of her junior season with an injury. McKenna also played a major part in BYU's 26-5 record and number 17 final national ranking. Whitney Orton, cross-country and track, 2019 All-American, West Coast Conference cross-country champ, broke the indoor 3,000, 5,000 and DMR school records. Wow. Helped BYU to second place at the 2019 NCAA cross-country championships and, of course, won a WCC title. And the winner is Whitney Orton. Congratulations to the 2020 Y Awards Female Athlete of the Year who joins us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Whitney Wow. 
Uh, props to you on winning Female Athlete of the Year. This, again, was a loaded field. How does it feel to be on top at BYU? It definitely feels really good. I was not expecting this. I really wasn't, and it really is just an honor. So I'm grateful. <laughs> there were some really, really good nominees in this, and it was another amazing year on, on the uh, female side of athletics at BYU. What does it mean to win – uh, among your peers that were excellent as well? I, it was just an honor, honest, honestly. Um, yeah, I, they're all very, very incredible athletes, and not, not only those girls, but all the athletes. I don't know. I'm just very, very grateful. <laughs> so, Whitney, I know it's hard to summarize an entire season in just a, a few words and a few minutes for that matter, but how would you wrap up verbally what was accomplished in both cross-country and indoor track? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of it was just momentum and consistency and a lot. I don't know. Our cross-country season was really an exciting thing. And then just to build on that for indoor was, I don't know, it was a good thing to build off of. So I don't know. Can you describe the hunger that you guys still have to get to the top? Because it was an amazing performance taking second in nationals, certainly one more spot, right. To go there. And then obviously next door, uh, next year in indoor. And of course, outdoor, you didn't have an outdoor season this year, but next year you're looking at hoping to uh, accomplish great things there as well. Yeah, um, definitely, especially losing the last most important meet of indoor definitely, I think, gives everybody some hunger for that because that was the big, the big meet and we didn't get to do it. So now we have our eye, like we have our sights set on cross country and I think we're all going to be really fired up and ready to go. So Whitney, ever humble, uh, ever hardworking. Congratulations again on being the female athlete of the year. Outstanding. Thank you. Whitney Orton on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, you know why we show how the pride of Penguich, Utah. Again, a loaded lineup of amazing female athletes. And what a banner year for the runners. Uh, they, they were so good this year. Um, but soccer and volleyball and swim and that there's a lot basketball there's a lot of great athletes every we realize this covering BYU athletics every day on the show but when we do the Y awards it all stacks up into one and we go oh my gosh BYU is really good at the sports obviously a lot of people focus on football and basketball but there's some amazing athletes all over this place and that showed itself in the Learfield Cup standings yes and specifically, there's something to be said about the excellence and consistent excellence of the women's sports at BYU. I would argue that the female part of BYU athletics is better than the male part right now. We could have a fun discussion there, but the point is that there are really good athletics at BYU and uh, excited about the future as BYU continues to reload all over the place. All right. If we have to continue to award the guys, I guess we'll move on to the Fine. next category. All Fine. right. Our next Y Award presentation brings on Male Rookie of the Year. And the nominees are, first, Blake Freeland of BYU Football, part of an offensive line ranked 12th nationally by Pro Football Focus. He started seven games at right tackle as a true freshman, going 5-2 and two in those games, helped BYU finish with a winning record and reach another bowl game. He's a former quarterback a couple years ago. How does that work to go to right tackle? 
Davide Gardini, volleyball, going back to the 2019 season. He was the MPSF freshman of the year, almost the national newcomer of the year as well. Second on the team in kills, digs, and aces. 6'9", amazing hair, amazing plays for a great team. Yeah, he's also the only guy that's ever had a behind-the-head kill. <laughs> okay, Reed McLaughlin of BYU Baseball, freshman All-American, had a 7-1 and record as the pitcher of record and four saves, becoming the first Bat-Cat pitcher to have at least seven wins and four saves in the same season. He helped BYU win the WCC regular season title. And again, they're ranking in the top 25. To be 7-1 and one as a reliever is wild. And Zach McHorter, track and field, finished third at the MPSF Indoor Championships in the pole vault, second in program history, and seventh in the nation this year with a mark of 5-6-1, helped BYU win the MPSF Indoor Championship. And the 2020 Y Award for Male Rookie of the Year goes to Davide Gardini. He is one of the most likable athletes in the history of BYU sports. Oh, he is so awesome. And as soon as he got here, I thought, who is this 6'9 Italian dude? He has been nothing but amazing. Fun guy to hang out with. Obviously a big-time player. Now, the Y Awards are March to March. So the focus for men's volleyball specifically is on last year. Next year, the 2020 season will be honored. So that's why Gardini is a rookie. But this team... In 2020, took oh, it up a notch. Wow. Yeah. They were 13 and 12 last year. Gardini ends up winning national a national award for best outside hitter, period. So this guy has taken the leap from an amazing freshman to an amazing player among everybody. Yeah, good news. He's going to be around Pro Bowl for a little bit longer. <laughs> yes, son of Andrea Gardini. He's an Italian legend, and uh, we've seen some trick shots from Davide in Italy. Dude can hoop a little bit too. He's gone viral in a few ways with actual volleyball plays, yeah. and uh, now. Uh, Shooting some hoop as well. Yeah, love Davide. Very excited about his future. Okay, up next, we have the award for Comeback Athlete of the Year. Our first nominee is Danny Carney of Cross Country. Here's a guy that was injured and missed the entire 2018 season due to a stress fracture in his hip. Then he's an All-American. After taking 17th at the 2019 NCAA Championships, he helped BYU win that 2019 national title. Big time. Kramer Epic, track and field. Had a torn UCL, had Tommy John surgery. Then later finishes 24th in the Javelin at NCAA Regionals. He's a member of the team that finished 8th at the 2019 NCAA Outdoor Championships. McKenna Miller mentioned for a second time as a nominee of women's volleyball. She returned back to the court nine months after tearing her ACL, earned All-America and WCC Player of the Year honors, led BYU to a 26-5 and record and a second-round appearance in the NCAA tournament. And last but not least, Arissa Paulson softball sustained a shoulder and arm injury, had surgery midway through the 2018 season. In 2019, becomes an all-region pitcher, WCC Pitcher of the Year, and helps BYU win the WCC Championship and reach the NCAA Tournament. And the winner is, for our Comeback Athlete of the Year, it is McKenna Miller. And a well-deserved comeback performance for her. I can't tell you how devastated she was to not be a part of that crazy final four run when she sustained that injury kind of makes she you wonder was, she just couldn't play later kind of makes you wonder yeah. what if what if she's there does it make a difference against stanford but what a season and and she comes back the and this past fall after the final four and she's an all-american again we just assume that a player is going to get back to the level they were at or better it takes a lot of hard work for these athletes to maintain health let alone recover from serious injuries Terry ACL and perform at a 
All-American level. That is very, very notable. And uh, she, she told us there were a lot of days, a lot of tears uh, going through rehab, but it was worth it because we got to watch her play on another really good women's volleyball team. I'm going to miss calling those uh, epic kill shots from MC Hammer. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. Was that the – what was – her grandpa's nickname for her. That yeah, that was it. MC Hammer. MC Hammer. That she's like, why'd you tell them to say, yeah. <laughs> Additionally, we'd like to give an honorable mention to Brenna Porter, track and field. She slashed her leg open during the NCAA regionals in 2017 and finished that race. Harrowing, crazy visuals from that. She recovered and has been a fantastic runner the past three seasons, including becoming an All-American and school record holder in the 400-meter hurdles. She helped the outdoor team finish 25th at the NCAA championships in 2019. That was a wild story. She ends up having an amazing career, and Brenda Porter should uh, get a little extra love, which we're giving her right now. Yeah, you know, I think I have a pretty good pulse on the beat of BYU Athletics, but every time we do the Y Awards, I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah, there, that was crazy. That, that happened, too, and yes. she was awesome, and he was incredible. I, yes. it's, it's fun to look back on all of the accomplishments and remember uh, those moments where, uh, you know, it, you just, it just becomes almost bigger than sports as it was in the uh, Brenda Porter situation you just described. Yes, and trust me, we're not hitting, sitting here having to go to the weight room and work all summer, and you know what I mean? We just get to watch and enjoy and talk about it. So congratulations to all the nominees and all the winners so far. But there's much more coming up, including the men's team of the year. Uh, and not to be outdone, we've been talking about women's athletics. The women's team of the year has a loaded, loaded field as well. This is the Y Awards on BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to the 2020 Y Awards live on BYU Sports Nation, BYU TV, BYU Radio. We're a worldwide production, people. Spencer Linton here teamed up with Jerem Jordan. Let's keep it rolling, my friend, with the presentation of the 2020 Women's Team of the Year. Let's get right to it. And the award goes to cross country and soccer. Co-winners. Congratulations to both. Let's talk about cross country for a second. They were a program that took seventh in 2019. They were the national runners-up this last season. They take second, and they're second barely. They are barely second. Uh, Courtney Wayman, Erica Burke-Jarvis, Whitney Orton finished 5-6-7, named All-Americans for being top 40, but they are running and finishing in together. Uh, a famous uh, visual of the five of them finishing together in WCC championships as well. And again, a banner year for the runners. This has been... Uh, I, I would argue perhaps the greatest season in BYU cross-country slash track history. Oh, yeah. I mean, the men win the national championship. The women, as you just pointed out, are literally combined seconds away from making it a clean sweep for BYU. That is unbelievable. And yes. Was, I remember us profiling, hey, the women finished in the top ten. It's been a while. They, they've had like this steady rise under Diljeet Taylor Another a national championship contender. And it's a program that won three titles in the late 90s, early 2000s. So they have uh, risen to that level again, which is awesome. This, this is a school of many tremendous athletic programs. It is also a running school. Like, this is an excellent distance running school. Absolutely. Let's give them the mic. Here's Women's Cross Country to offer some insight on what it means to receive this award. We're grateful to have received the Women's Team of the Year Award. Um, We spent a lot of time working hard this fall to have placed second at nationals. Um, We're grateful for all the support that BYU has given us. Um, We're just grateful to have had the opportunity. And go Cougs. Hi, thank you so much. Go Cougs. Hi, thanks so much. Hope you guys are staying healthy and safe. Thank (laughs) Thank you. you. (laughs) Thank you so much. We're really grateful. Thank you so much. Go Cougs. 
Thanks, everyone. Go Cougs. Woo! <laughs> Congratulations to women's cross country and the other co-winner of Team of the Year. Women's soccer, we talked about it. One loss all year. You called the majority of these games. I got in on a couple. Man, they were fun to watch. They scored 10 goals in an NCAA tournament game against Boise State, right, or something. They, they beat, uh, you know, go through the likes of everybody, win the WCC. Uh, CC, they go to the NCAA championship. Scored like a billion goals. They sco- yeah, school records everywhere, <laughs> All-Americans. They were so good. They were so good. It was an amazing team. Very fun to watch this. And any night, we expected something unbelievable. Yes, and you know, it's hard for me not to wonder, if BYU doesn't get placed in a bracket with Stanford, yes. the eventual dominant national champion, the Cougars probably make their first ever run to the Final Four. Yes, and that's a thing they've been hoping for and dreaming of. And they, it's more regional than, say, men's basketball and that bracketing. Uh, so, yeah, go to Stanford. Stanford was unbelievable. Like, bo- an amazing match, it's right? the BYU American Stanford. Junior Olympic National Team. <laughs> Essentially. They're really good. So, congratulations to uh, Cross Country. Let's hear what the ladies have to say about winning this award. On behalf of the women's soccer team for this past year, we um, want to thank you for this honor. Uh, it's a tremendous honor to be named as one of the teams of the year. Um, watching BYU athletics has been fantastic this year with so many success stories. Uh, certainly one of the best seasons we've ever had. Um, had an amazing uh, fun time uh, throughout the entire season. All right, well, I just wanted to take a second and echo kind of what Jen said and thank um, Everyone for all the support that you guys gave BYU soccer this season. I just am super grateful that to be a part of this team and honored that we got this award. And congrats to all the other sports teams that were able to finish their season strong. And I wish you guys the best of luck next year. Um, great, um, great team this year. Great memorable, memorable experiences. Um, thanks to our coaches for um, pushing us super hard and helping us reach our goals. Um, thanks to the administration for believing in us. Um, and thank you to Cougar Nation for um, coming out to support us um, and being our biggest fans. So we love all you guys um, and go Cougs. What a year. Third Elite Eight in program history, only one loss. Very special season, absolutely. And another shout-out to Jen Rockwood because she's always been so good about hooking us up with BYU soccer. Yeah, she here. gives us stuff. So we like. <laughs> you get a Y Award for that. She's off the cuff. Uh, up next, we have the 2020 Y Award for Male Crowd Pleaser of the Year. And fittingly, Jerem, uh, the nominees are led up by this guy. Let's go. Zach Selyus, the mustache, <laughs> the haircut, the short shorts. He averaged 6.6 points and four rebounds a game, had 27 assists, 25 steals. He had 21 points in a game. He had 11 rebounds in another game. He had five uh, games of making at least three threes. He was a part of a special men's basketball season, 24-8, and eight, number 14 final national ranking. If you needed him to flex, if you needed yes. him to block a shot, he was there for you. Flex on him with the stash, Zach. <laughs> Micah Simon of BYU football. He started every game in his senior season, leading the Cougars with 51 catches, had a career-high seven receptions at Tennessee, including that 64-yard unforgettable moment to tie or set up the game-tying field goal in the fourth quarter at Rocky Top. Micah helped BYU back to another bowl game. So fun to watch Micah. Don't call him Mika Simmons excel in his senior year and happy 23rd birthday yesterday by the way that's right and gabby garcia fernandez volleyball 2019 he had 32 aces led the team with 390 kills and was a second team all-american in addition to being all mpsf again men's volleyball uses 2019 in this he ends up in 2020 winning the abca national player of the year spoiler alert uh he was really really good 
There are some people that are so good that it's almost unfair. He's one of those guys. He's an elite level yes. player. He, Absolutely. He's unfairly good. And yeah. the 2020 Y Award for Male Crowd Pleaser of the Year goes to, you guessed it, Gabi Garcia Fernandez. Jerem, he's all over the record books. The guy probably ran away with this, leading BYU to a number one ranking, and I think would have been an eventual national championship. And I think if you took this uh, nomination literally, you said, yeah, who pleases the crowd the most? When Gabby Garcia Fernandez gets a massive kill like that one, or he goes back on the service line, how much volume is he generating from friends in the stance? Cougar Nation. I I would argue that, yes, he is the winner of this because he is unbelievable. And next year, BYU is going to win a national championship at his hands, I believe. So I I am very excited about the future there. And all these guys were fun. It takes the alpha male Gabby Garcia Fernandez to win. It also takes the Zach Selyus role players committed to the team doing the dirty work guys as well. To have a great team, you have to have all these different kind of players and that's reflected in these nominees so i have a funny story about gabby garcia fernandez uh when he was here and his dad was here and they were going through a tour of the byu facilities uh my dad kent was uh being honored as a true blue hero and johnny linehan and the kicking uh staff for the byu football team said hey kent come over here and kick a football so my dad kicks it and while sean olmstead is giving the tour to gabby's dad Sean gets hit in the back of the head by the football. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we've got a a funny connection with the uh, Fernandez family. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. (laughs) He still came to BYU. And he still came to the school. Yeah. Yeah. And Sean's still coming on the show. Okay. Now to the Lou Wallace and Ed Stein Outstanding Senior Awards. The Lou Wallace Award goes to Elise Flake of soccer. Yeah. All-American first team, all-WCC first team, a Herman Trophy semifinalist. Led the team with 20 goals, becoming just the second BYU player to score 20 in a season. Helped BYU to the Elite Eight, the WCC Championship, and a number five national ranking. 3.5 GPA, by the way. Family life. She was amazing. A 20-goal season is very special. Every night we thought, she's going to score at least one. Yes. At least one. She's so soft-spoken, too. You know, so you talk to her off camera, she's like, yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> and then she gets on the field, and she's just an absolute monster. Aggressive, oh. getting after it, yeah. Flip the switch. Yep. I and, love it. And she got married, I believe, uh, recently. So congratulations to Elise as well. All right. Okay, we move on to the Ed Stein Award. And the Ed Stein Award goes to Brock Hale Baseball. WCC Player of the Year in 2019, all-region selection. Led the team with a 330 batting average, 67 hits, 14 doubles, 11 homers. He helped BYU win the WCC regular season title and rank in the top 25. Unfortunately, Brock was never drafted. We were always confused as to why this didn't happen because he was a tremendous player, uh, but he's moved on. It was a ton of fun to watch Brock play baseball at BYU because they took they, they leveled up when Brock was here. Yes, he was definitely good enough to be a professional baseball player. Let me oh, put my tinfoil hat on. There's some sort of conspiracy going yeah, on in, there. In our super biased opinion, <laughs> we think this. Next up, the Liana Holbrook and Dale R. McCann Spirit of Sport Awards given to athletes whose participation best exemplifies the true spirit of sport in athletics and life. So congratulations, first of all, to the Liana Holbrook winner, 
Sabrina Davis of BYU Women's Soccer. We heard from her as the women's team accepted an award already. 2019 All-Region second-teamer allowed just 15 goals all season, 14 shutouts over 23 games, and helped BYU to that remarkable quarterfinal run, WCC title, and a number 5 final national ranking. Well done, Sabrina. And the Del R. McCann winner is... T.J. Haas, men's basketball, all-WCC first-team player, academic All-American, second in assists, third in three-pointers, seventh in scoring, eighth in steals all-time at BYU. We could go on. Helped BYU to a 24-8 record, a number 18 final national ranking. Would have loved to see T.J. play in the NCAA tournament. Oh, but- don't get me started. And, and a note on Sabrina Davis, by the way. She tore her, what, groin or something yes midway through the yeah, year yeah she couldn't kick the ball down the field all the way the opponents didn't really know it she at times still was doing that played through the pain she played through that played in through her senior season on the elite eight team how about that that's amazing okay now the floyd johnson service award congrats to michaela kazir of swim and dive serves on the student athlete advisory committee or sec participated in multiple cougar strong events visiting elementary schools Sub for Santa, Feed the Homeless, Sports Hero Day, SNAP, that special needs program, Stitching Hearts, Honor Week Assembly, various projects oh, to grief. aid refugees. She was all over it. Uh, and, and congratulations, Floyd Johnson, longtime equipment manager here, a guy who was all about service as well. Yeah, I wish we had more time to uh, adequately talk about how amazing all of these award winners are. But we push on to the Cougar Club Memorial Award given to the outstanding junior male and female athletes with high scholarly achievements. On the ladies' side, Kennedy Eschenberg of BYU Women's Volleyball, an elementary education major, 3.83 GPA, all-region honorable mention, all-WCC first team, academic all-district, big part of BYU finishing in the top 20 in the nation and reaching the NCAA second round. It's one thing to be a great athlete. It's another thing to be a great athlete and a great student. Absolutely. And for the men, Matt Owens of Cross Country. Exercise and wellness major, 3.96 GPA, took third in the mile at the MPSF championships and ran a leg of the distance medley relay that qualified for nationals and indoor track, helped his team to an MPSF title and get set for a solid showing at nationals before it was ultimately canceled. Congratulations to all of those winners. Coming up, the coach of the year. Plus, the 2020 men's team of the year is honored on the Y Awards, part of a live BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. I love the music so much. Welcome back to the BYUSN presentation of the 2020 Y Awards. Up next, let's get to another big one, the Y Award Men's Team of the Year. And it goes to cross country. It's the year of the runner. It really is. Cross-country wins. They won the national championship. To me, there were a lot of great nominees for this, but when you win the national championship, you win the wild. Yeah, hard to argue against the first national championship for men's cross-country. And this was a big one for athletic director Tom Homo. They're the first national championship team he has uh, had the privilege of watching uh, in his tenure here. Outstanding stuff. They were, they were amazing, and they absolutely deserve this award. Oh, men's cross country on the mic for their acceptance speech now. It's an honor to be a spokesperson for the team. 
So I just wanted to give a, some shout outs to some people. First off, being this team, uh, it's an amazing group of guys. No one really thought that we would be able to accomplish what we did this year. Uh, we got a bunch of guys that weren't heavily recruited or had to walk onto the team. And at the end of the season, we were given maximum of 4% chance to win the national championship. And uh, what those people didn't know were the heart and grit that all the guys on this team have. So I just wanted to give a shout out to the guys on this team and to uh, the guys of past teams and to Coach Eyestone for being the best coach in the NCAA. And uh, a bigger shout out for to just to BYU in general and the athletic department and the administration who takes such great care of us and gets us to the best meets in the country. Go Cougs! <laughs> All right! <laughs> well done, guys. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's win the whole thing this next year. Uh, I'm for that. 4% this. National champions. On to the next Y Award for Female Crowd Pleaser of the Year. And the first nominee is from BYU Women's Soccer, Alyssa Jefferson. 2019 All-America third team. Incredible defender. All-WCC first team and scholar All-American, no less. Part of a defense that held opponents to a .65 goals per game and 14 shutouts helped BYU to the NCAA Tournament quarterfinals, the WCC Championship, and a top-five final national ranking. Riley Jensen-McFarland, softball, 2019 All-Region, WCC first-teamer, ranked 8th in career on-base percentage, 10th in career batting average in BYU history, helped BYU win the West Coast Conference Championship and reach another NCAA Tournament. Paisley Johnson of BYU Women's Basketball, all WCC first team, led the Cougars 15.2 points per game. Big part of BYU finishing third in the WCC and 18-11 and overall. Mary Lake, volleyball, broke BYU's all-time digs record, finished seventh in aces in the rally era, held BYU to a 26-5 and record, number 17 final national ranking. She competed with the U.S. national team as well, winning Volleyball Nations League in China, All-American and WCC Libero of the Year. And the Y Award for Female Crowd Pleaser of the Year goes to Mary Lake. Well-deserved. What a career for Mary Lake. And as good of a volleyball player as she is, she 100% is a better person. She has helped so many people off the court as well, as genuine as they come. So fun to watch her play, and it was a huge privilege for me to call Many of her matches. Three-time nominee and now two-time award winner of this. So Mary Lake getting it done. I'm telling you, there's not going to be a libero like her that plays like her and has her same personality ever again. She was very unique, very beloved by the fan base. So congratulations to Mary. Yeah, we'll miss Mary Lake. Our next award, Jerem. Kimball Memorial Award awarded to the male or female athlete with the highest cumulative GPA among those who have lettered twice or more and completed 70 or more credit hours. Whoa, some requirements. Congratulations to Miki Yauhiainen of BYU Men's Volleyball, computer science major. All he did, Jerem, was carry a 4.0 GPA. Whoa! 4.0? That's uh, amazing. Yeah, he's also a pretty good volleyball player as well. 4.0 in computer science? Congratulations. I see to big Yauhiainen. paychecks in his future. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. Coming up, the final award of the 2020 Y Award. It is the Coach of the Year. Who deserves it? This is BYU Sports Nation. The 2020 Y Awards continue on BYU Sports Nation. It's now time for our final Y Award of the show. Head Coach of the Year. 
And the winner is Ed Eyestone, who joins us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, along with being a national champion runner, now a national champion coach, and he competed at the Olympics. Ed, this has to rank right up there. Uh, how would you sum up an amazing year full of accomplishments, primarily as the underdog? Well, you're exactly right. Uh, it was really a, a great day where everything came together. And it's, I think it's especially fun when you're kind of the underdogs going into it. Uh, you have nothing to lose, and you just swing for the fences. So it was a great day. Cross country, what a season, the greatest season combined men and women ever. The men win the national championship. The women take second. And those teams win teams of the year, by the way. Pretty awesome. What did it mean for track and field and cross country to have the year you had? Well, I think you got to remember that the strength of the uh, – of the women's team, I think really inspired the men's team. And so to see coach Taylor, the way that she motivates, the way that she drives, the way that she gets the most out of her athletes truly, uh, I think upped our men's game as well. And you got to also remember that the women ran directly before the men did. And so to see them battling and for a while, I thought they had won it. It really came down to a six point swing, which is about three seconds. So with the naked eye, we had no idea until, until right at the end. And so I think our guys, once they saw how focused our women well ran, how well they were, uh, they executed their game plan. I think it made our guys wanted to rise up and, and run that much better. So it was just a, a great combined afternoon, even though the conditions were, uh, you know, kind of torrential downpour. Um, we got the best out of both the men's and women's teams. We may have buried the lead here. Did the pitch of your excitement and the screams that followed match anything close to what Isaac Wood can produce? <laughs> well, Isaac is a, has been an a, important part of this program, certainly. He helped build this, uh, this team from the ground up with his uh, recruiting expertise. So any coach who isn't using him because he's now uh, an integral part in, in working with recruiting uh, is missing out because he's great. And, and certainly we've seen him go viral a number of times with his enthusiasm. And so we actually were at different places on the course because uh, I, I assumed that the guys would be able to hear him out on the course. And I wanted to get in a different spot so they could hear me as well. The biggest splash Isaac made was when uh, the 10K guys were racing, right? Uh, and Clayton Young wins the national championship. He is the male athlete of the year among a lot of great athletes at BYU. And Whitney Orton is the female athlete of the year. What does it mean to have both of those in a sweep? Well, again, it's just uh, a testament to the hard work of the entire BYU track and field uh, coaching staff. Uh, all of our staff work intensely hard. Uh, certainly during the fall season, I think uh, the rest of the staff, you know, sacrifices doing their job so that Diljeet and I can focus on our job during the cross-country season. And then during track and field season, I think success breeds success, guys, guys. And uh, when you're coming off of a good cross-country season, then that rolls into a great track season. And I think the track season that Clayton had last year and our group of uh, 10K runners, we qualified 12 guys, 12 guys for the regional championships and then six guys for the national championships in track and field. That directly led to the success that we had in men's cross-country this year. Ed, we look forward to the future of BYU track and field and cross country. Great things ahead, I'm sure, especially when their coach can still run a four-minute mile, right? <laughs> well, I'm a, few, I'm a couple minutes uh, away from that right now. <laughs> uh, but if I, if I can break six, that would be an excellent day. But you know what? I, I accept this award on behalf of all the BYU coaches, particularly this year. You know, I think we've all endured a lot. Uh, I think had 
had the season, uh, had the winter semester rolled out like, uh, like it should have, uh, I think we would, I'd be splitting this at least three ways. Uh, Coach uh, Olmstead, uh, the way the men's volleyball team was playing and the fact that they were ranked number one when their season ended, I split this with you, Sean. Uh, Coach Pope, uh, you, you know, we were all looking forward to that March Madness. Uh, I share this with you as well, as well as all the other coaches and the, and the phenomenal work that they did. And then our administrators, you know, thank you guys. We've, we've had immense support from you all the way along. And you also give us hope that we're going to emerge from this uh, as an athletic department stronger than ever. Coach, major props to you. Thanks for taking some time with this, and we'll talk to you again soon. All the best. Go Cougs. Ed Eystone on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, you know why. We show how. Our thanks to all of today's guests. Another amazing season. Here's a closing video to wrap up the 2020 Y Awards.